0: We'd like to welcome you back to our Emergency Freedom Alerts for January 1st, 2024, and the next report is entitled Emergency Whistleblower Red Dawn Alert, South American violent criminals being dispersed across the U.S. cities. We have a bombshell interview from a whistleblower today who helped run security ops on the buses that are transporting illegal immigrants from Texas to the sanctuary cities across America. You'll hear the full shocking interview in today's broadcast. I'm going to play a very substantial amount of this, more than I would like to play, but it's it's just super important stuff that he's going over. Uh, and then you can also read a partial transcript of the this interview below as well. I'll give you the link. You can access that. The whistleblower tells us that the vast majority of illegals are being bused to Denver, Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York City are actually hardened criminals that were let loose from prisons in Venezuela, El Salvador, and other countries. We alluded to that earlier. We talked about that in the first part. These hardened criminals openly talk about their plans to run drugs, commit felony crimes at their destination cities, i.e. the sanctuary cities run by Democrats. But again, it's going to be far, far greater than that. Texas is currently busing over 37,000 of these illegals to other states every month with no end in sight. Um, Get the full interview here. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now, just so you know, if you actually click on this and listen to it, the actual title, I gave you my title. The The title that good old Mike Adams gave is Get Ready for Mass Roundups of Illegals Across America as government-funded bounty hunters are activated. Now, that is not what you're going to hear here. If you keep listening, Mike Adams brings up that maybe potential scenario, and that's only if Trump gets back in office, who we know is working for them as well. So I'm not going to get into speculation when we have no idea if that devil is actually going to get back into office. I, I and he's he's acting like oh this is going to happen well i guess yeah if if he did get somehow get back if 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 his handlers said you know we're we're good with biden we're going to put trump back in we want to use him to advance the next phase of this agenda just like he was installed to do that with covid and to advance that agenda so that so many more millions people conservatives maga the whole thing there which is the highest degree of the satanic church um um, just so you know um christians would take the kill shot thinking oh trump's in office he's a good guy i can trust him i'll take the kill shot and defile my dna and pump me full of all of these garbage and nanotech and, and i'll have a nice 12-digit alphanumeric code that will give off a signal that bluetooth can pick up all of these things are stuff i've got into in previous studies that's why i believe trump was in office at that time for that season for that reason the primary reason now he did a lot of horrible stuff as well as greatly expanding the 5g kill grid and, and so many other things that i've gotten into if they want to install him back in to pursue some other agenda okay all right i can but for him to say get ready for mass roundups of illegals across america as bounty hunters will be activated okay so you're telling me they're gonna bring all these devils in okay and then all of a sudden we're gonna we're gonna get them right back out we we, we spent all these billions to bring them in and then we're gonna spend more and more billions to, to to catch them and to bring them right back out that's probably a total pipe dream on his part and it's wild speculation when you know if they pull this stuff off they're gonna suspend the elections they're they're gonna just probably i don't know i don't know what they'll do at that point i don't know what the plan will be as far as you know but but see mike adams is operating off the premise of the whole right left paradigm good guy bad guy oh trump good he get back in he's our hope that type of thing like most people in alternative media are i don't i don't operate from that standpoint at all so I just want to warn you about that. Um, there's so many red flags with Mike Adams, and I have exposed him over and over again. You can just key his name in the keyword search box. All the stuff he said, done, people he's interviewed, people he promotes. Just like Alex Jones, absolute total red flag after red flag after red flag. But this information, I do believe, is is um, <clears throat> from this whistleblower is valid and it confirms all the stuff we just talked about in part one and it is something that i think is good for my listeners to be aware of
1: all right welcome everybody mike adams here with an emergency broadcast as you know the state of texas is being invaded well the whole country is being invaded by illegal immigration and joining me today as sort of a, a last minute deal here is a whistleblower who has been hired in order to transport illegal immigrants across the country and deposit them in various cities and states, including sh- uh, sanctuary cities. And his call sign is Red Cell, and it joins us right now by audio only in order to give us his first-hand perspective of exactly how this program is being run and what's going on. So welcome, sir. Red Cell. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. All right, um, <clears throat> go ahead and take us down the rabbit hole here. What? I mean, to, to the extent that you can. I mean, I want to protect your operational security and privacy and your buddies and everything else. Uh, but tell us what you can about sort of what you've been hired to do and why you feel the need to, to blow the whistle on this. Well, the main reason to hire
2: is to transport these immigrants from the state of Texas that are coming in and shipping them off to the sanctuary cities as far as New York, <laughs> Chicago, Colorado, L.A., and um, that's basically – that's that's the job. That's the job that's required, but it's, it's just a lot more to that than what they're trying to see. And uh, a lot of these people here, they have seen it on the news. Like, it's only, okay, well, they're getting them out of the state of Texas and they're only going to these cities. Eh, that is not the case, you know what I'm saying? So
1: So they're being dropped off. En route or so, all over the place, or what's the deal? So
2: with that being said, just to understand kind of the rules and everything that goes along with it, um, the whole mission that they're getting paid for is to get them out of the state of Texas. This is Governor Abbott. Um, we have to get them out of the state of Texas. Now, we try to persuade them to not get off the bus because they want to, if they want to leave and get off, we cannot hold them against their will. You understand? We're not I law see. enforcement, so they can actually have—they're
0: here legally, but you know, we can't—you know—do any of that.
2: The law enforcement called on us and get us thrown in jail for that. <laughs> so we try. So to you pre-
0: get you get thrown in jail if you throw the illegal alien invaders, or if you do anything that they don't want you to do, because they obviously have more rights than the than the average legal citizen would ever ever hope to have in a million years.
2: Sway them to stay on the bus, to get to your location and what you're trying to go to. So once we get out of the state of Texas, um, it's it's open ball game. If they want to stop at somewhere, we stop, and they're like, hey, I, I want to get off of here. Okay, well, if you understand that as soon as I cut your wristband off, you're done. You can't get on this bus no more. And with mine, we had maybe two people do that, but for all the other contractors that was there on there, there was cases to where you're going all the way to Chicago to New York, and it's like 50 people max on these buses. These, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, buses? You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, yeah, like commercial, like tour, yeah, tourism, tourism type bus, type stuff buses. like that. You got
2: a different company trying to get on that. Uh, we'll get on that here in a minute. But um, some of them were getting there with 50 people on the bus and only arriving with two, meaning in between every single state going up there they are getting dropped off or right. left in them states. Yep. Wow. So with everybody thinking, oh, well, they're just getting to this spot, and that's mm-hmm. it. They're leaving them there. No.
0: no, like it's- I said, where I'm at, and I can see why it would be 40, Interstate 40, which is probably the biggest interstate, if you think from coast to coast in America, Um, <clears throat> they're getting off at Hickory, where I'm at or in that area and the evidence is you go into the stores and it's like you know taken over in some of these stores so uh, particularly if you're near a major interstate i think you're going to really be more prone to this invasion if you were if you were more off the beaten path off the more in in, in a smaller town off an interstate there's i'm not saying they're not going to get to you eventually but there's it's less likely that you're going to have to deal with this invasion no, not happening. It's not true.
1: Okay, right, because, you know, a lot of Texans actually support the idea that Governor Abbott is sort of, dare I say, dumping these illegals on cities like Chicago and New York and right, LA yeah. in order to try to, you know, yeah. force them to realize the depth. Yeah, he's
0: of- trying to act like this hero that government, oh, look at what I'm doing. I'm dumping all He's literally bringing them in, facilitating the whole process to happen. Um, But trying to act like, oh, I'm really resisting it really hard, believe me, while he's being by his puppeteers and his masters and his handlers, bringing them in by the thousands upon thousands, really millions at this point. And yet he's going to act like he's Mr. Uh, Big Tough Guy and, oh, I'm going to ship him to Chicago. I'll show them when that's exactly what the plan was all along. And then Chicago can feign like, oh, we're so offended. Or, or, or New York City, oh, we're so offended. How dare you, government? You're such a patriot. I mean, it's such a dog and pony lying act is all it is. It's garbage.
1: Problem here, or the, the scale of the problem. But what you're saying is that oftentimes those the migrants don't even end up in those cities They're they're dropped off in Indiana or, or, you know, Illinois or somewhere in between, right? Anywhere in between. So I'm just going to tell you right now. So
2: with that, and as far as transportation, that's what's happening there and they're stopping at every other state. It's not just certain locations. These people are getting dropped off at. Now, when you get to the kind of people that you're talking about, that gets into a different realm. But before we hit into that, we can go back to the government, abbott like yours you're speaking so there's two things behind this like it always is it's never going to stop uh one of them is political we all understand that but which a lot of texans and everybody we believe that that is the right thing to do is to get them out of here so that's that's one thing we all agree on like okay that's great you know get them out of here and everything and the second is money let's not get let's not get twisted let's not you know go around and be like oh well, you know just all political no it's not it's money So when I'm talking about money, this is the big one right here that's going to hit as far as t which is the Texas Department of Emergency Management. You know, they're the ones that are in charge of getting these contracts and everything. Well, the actual security companies that we were actually doing this work for, the bus systems and the bus companies went and everything that awarded this contract, that was received this contract, that's uh, Governor Abbott's buddy. So oh, really? that kind of lets you know how the circle goes, scratch and scratch. That's how they do it. And now you got to understand, for every bus that we're doing, it's $5,000 a head. That's a quarter million dollars for each one that's getting shipped Wait, out. Wait, well,
1: hold Whoa. on a second. $5,000 a person? $5,000 a head. Wait a minute. So the state of Texas, you're saying, is paying $5,000? For-
0: Remember that statistic that we went over from that the that source that was going over that earlier? It was like $413 billion or something. To make this all happen. I mean this starts. Like probably way before the Darien Gap. The money. The logistics. The 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 manpower involved. In doing. This satanic thing. That they're doing. I remember when I first. When I was first going over this. Some years ago. About the border. I had some. Hispanic listeners. That were all over me. How dare I. I'm, I'm a. Uh, whatever. I hate Latin people or I don't get that anymore. I don't get that anymore. Because the evidence is so overwhelming and so in your face that it's to the point where it's pretty tough to argue with what the agenda is if you have any kind of eyes to see any the truth, okay? Um so 5,000 bucks ahead. Yeah, there is and it's all monetarily motivated. Now, they're just Cranking up the printing press, printing money into oblivion until they collapse the dollar. The BRICS nations are more and more coming in line where we're going to abandon the dollar. I'm going to go over a report today about Russia and I believe Iran uh, not transacting in dollars. Um, A report from Mexico where a lot of the merchants are not taking dollars. They only want pesos, which is, I've never even heard that. And so that is happening. Pretty and again, when you print money out of thin air, something's got to give eventually. Okay, and we haven't even got to that point yet. We haven't got to that full realization of that yet either. But while they, while the dollar is still worth something, um, even though that's a facade, even though it's fake fiat currency they're going to take advantage of that and get as many of these invaders in here and then they'll probably collapse the dollar and then and then yeah then it's really going to be mad max um type of uh you know scenario road warrior type of scenario
2: a bus transportation company dollars ahead so it's a quarter million dollars I mean that's dollars. that's like that's more than a first class airplane ticket it's a billion dollar project it ain't
0: moving multiple that's- billions like they said, 431 before. And I, I don't know if that was for a year or whether that was for, I don't know. But, yeah. It's what it is. It's money, man.
1: What, what what do they get? They get, like, free gold on the trip or something? Why They don't get, they get nothing. So,
2: on the trip, they're allowed. You give them MREs. And, of course, you know, if we stop at certain spots, you know, we can let them out. You scan them on, scan them off. You know, they can get some food or whatever. They, you got to understand, they are getting paid money, too, as well. These people are getting 1200 bucks. Oh. They're getting paid $1,200, so, and they're getting a cell phone, they're
1: getting clothing, they're getting everything right there, okay? Wait wait, wait a second. So there, are they being paid $1,200 when they arrive at the destination or to get on the bus? or
2: No, at the destination. Per... So I'm going to clear that up right now. So okay. the whole thing is Texas just signed a law now saying it's illegal or it's felony or whatever to come over without having, you know, your paperwork and everything. Excuse me. Right. Just as of now. Well, actually, uh, about a month ago or a few weeks ago, it, it went into law. So before that, Tedum, they were getting these people and saying, hey, don't worry about filling out your, your paperwork for your sanctuary. Come on, and we'll fill it out while you're over here to get you over there. Why not? Bring it, 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 getting flooded because it's $5,000 a head.
1: Wow. Well, now, hold on a second. So I, I have so many questions. How are these people being paid uh, this money? Is it like on a on a visa card? Is it cash? So as See, far as the people that are getting money? paid, that goes through the state and it goes through federal,
2: some federal, deal. I, I, I didn't really quite understand how they did that, but the federal part comes in with their cell phones. And so like one instance, okay. we had a whole family that was on there, six, seven, eight people. And one of them. Trying to be slick, they're like, "Oh, I forgot my phone at the at the base or wherever, you know, where, where we're picking them up at." And they were like, "No, nah, yeah. no, nah, yeah, we can't. We let's go. Uh, let's get them off the bus now." And I was like, "Well, why? You know, like leave him there and then go?" No, because that phone is the way that the government uses to track them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You, why is the government tracking them? You 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 can come up with your own stuff on that. I have no idea. Well, that's
0: their slave. That they've got a lot of money invested in that slave and you're gonna you better do it the way Satan tells you to do it you deviate off the path we're gonna take away everything in a moment so all this this gravy train you're getting as soon as you get here it's gonna be gone so you better do it our way you're not gonna bite the hand that feeds you
2: but that phone is designed for that so they can track where these people are at
1: well, I would imagine they're trying to make sure they get the right number of them into the right districts where they, like right. swing states, where they can outvote Trump probably <laughs> in the coming election. It's my Again, idea. I
0: believe that's all been predetermined. But, yeah, I get what he's saying, though. I, I understand the concept, sure.
1: But I guess there could be a lot of reasons for that. Now, what about, are they given, you know, like, like food and water on the trip? Yeah, it's, food it's and water is provided,
2: everything on there, blankets, everything. Yeah. Um... They have that. You got to understand these people are coming from, you know, different parts of the world. Most of the ones that I was going through, which were all Venezuelan. So,
1: wow. That's a different. Okay, yeah, I wanted to ask you I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, like, what can you describe? Uh, because we've heard a lot of people, you know, many reporters that are covering this, like uh, Michael Jahn and Ann Vandersteel and Anthony Rubin and so on, they, they say there's a lot of um, military age males. Did you see that? With the military-aged males,
2: me being—that's my background—looking um, at these people, their demeanor. I
0: believe how... this guy is a was a Marine sniper. I believe he says that later. It may it may not even make it in this audio because I have to cut off the audio. Um, it just it gets too long, and I can only go so long on any one particular audio, or I can't cover the other stuff I need to cover. So. I believe he's a Marine he was a U.S. Army Marine sniper, or I'm sorry, U.S. Marine sniper.
2: They are. Nah, it ain't that. Most of the ones that we were transporting, um, I hate to say it like this, but they're all criminals, man. Straight up criminals. Whoa. Criminals. Oh, wow. So
1: you were seeing what, like tattoos?
2: And no, like, you're talking yeah, about I understand are, Spanish, and I can understand exactly what they're trying to do when they get there. They're talking about when uh-huh. they get there which kind of dope they're going to try to get, how uh, they had it down to the T. Now, these people here, so the ones that you're seeing on the news and the ones that they're coming out, one that I seen that was outside the actual, I believe it was the Roosevelt Hotel or somewhere. It's in Chicago where it's dropping them off at. They're showing them on the outside saying, yeah, they're barely giving us food and all this. Nah, those are the, the rare part of the ones that are actually being out there. Those are the families right there to where I feel bad about because they have no choice. You know they understand what's going on. I mean, you can't blame the kid. I mean, you can't do none of that. I mean, we're all human, but these individuals who are transporting and dropping off, and the ones that I'm saying that are getting off the bus, in between them, I'm about to say they're all criminals, man, straight up. Okay.
1: So like like Ms. Thirteen type of people. Or, you gotta understand you what saying?
2: Venezuela did. They did it almost like what Castro did. They got rid of everything that's in their prisons. Huh. So they're just emptying the prisons and sending them to Texas. Yep. But who's doing it? Who's giving them across that? They gotta go through a lot of stuff to get here.
0: Well, the UN, the United States, all of their supporting organizations, the go- the, the governments that are doing this have to be all in on it. I mean, it's a it's a global um, effort. It's a global satanic effort. To accomplish this so we can you imagine right now and now now i think they're being told you know okay uh we don't want you coming over here and right away going nuts we want to build your numbers up we want to we want to get the scum of the earth to come in here i mean the most hardened i've, I've watched documentaries about like um <clears throat> mexican and um central american in these types of prisons and i mean you it's hard to understand their mindset you're talking about inhumane is not even near a strong enough word these people have i'm talking zero regard for human life their humanity I don't know. Again, the Bible talks about vessels of wrath fitted for God's destruction, meaning they were prepared ahead of time. The Bible talks about wheat and tares, and you know, a wheat can never be a a, a tear, which is a like a weed, and vice versa. I pray those that can be saved would be, but the ones that I had seen, they had no conscience. whatsoever. Ever. and I understand that's how they're brought up it's all they've ever known all they've ever known is is, is drugs and, and gangs and killing and rape and murder and their whole prisons that are filled with these savages okay um, I'm not going to make apologies for them I never thought when I was watching some of those documentaries over the years that they would be on our doorstep these same savages waiting to be greenlighted just like the muslims are waiting to be greenlighted just like the first ever thing i ever said in a church when i ever did was the muslim terror cells that are waiting to be greenlighted i didn't realize they were going to have such help and our governments assisting them to the extent that they are and now we've got the chai comms and we've got russians and again is God bigger than all this yes but are we scheduled for judgment in the Sodom and Gomorrah that's known as America pretty much but God does always preserve a remnant he always does so bear that in mind and, and and ask the Lord like Jesus said pray that you are counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the son of man because the Lord Jesus Christ is our only hope there is no way we could possibly hope to deal with this on a, um, I don't know, carnal level. Not to say that you shouldn't protect your family and that you shouldn't, what. however the Lord's leading you, to take precautions regarding all of this stuff. But I'm talking, we we need desperately need the Lord's intervention and help and protection. And again, you know, Psalm 64, putting on the full armor of God every day, you know. Those types of things, obviously some type of Lord's Prayer, but when you pray, pray this way. These biblical tenets praying that way, staying in the word, you know, living out the word type of thing, trying to educate others, trying to help others, you know. Um. But man, what's coming? Or what's already here, I should say. And I think they're just about, I, I can't see how this could keep going on. And on and on. And and when there at some point they're gonna pull the trigger. They've got to. They're not gonna be able to sustain this level. I mean, the billions that's going out the door. Something's gonna give and and if again, if we get through twenty twenty-four without anything popping on, I, I think that would be an absolute total miracle at this point. I cannot be dogmatic. I'm not a date center. I've tried to stay away from that my whole ministry. But I am a watchman, and a, and a watchman's primary function is to warn. And man, I have never seen the all the dominoes laying, uh, being set up like they are now. And all the things that are already in position. Both in Europe, both in America, and I would imagine Canada, and I would imagine like maybe South Africa. We're going to learn a little bit more about that later, if I can get to it.
1: They can't just do that well, we on their own that. without any kind of funding or United help. Nations. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we've seen all the the, the the invasion camps and the Darien Gap. You know, I mean, we, we've had a lot of sources uh, show us videos of, of those camps and how they're given maps, right? And they can go by truck, by boat, by, on foot, uh, by bus. They can get a, uh, you know, a bus in well, so he's paying and go to They for can it. make their way up. The United Nations is what I'm hearing.
2: Yeah, and I, these people ain't gonna come over there and get out of the jail and just be like, "Oh, hey." But I'm gonna tell you like this: they're the most ungrateful people I've ever met in my life. Hmm. Meaning, really, they are everything. I need this. I need this. Where's the Wi-Fi? Where's this? Where's this and that? And like one of my friends was saying, "Hey, we got veterans in this country. They don't get no twelve hundred dollars. They don't get no three, four hundred dollar apartment or place to stay." Food, That's right. clothing, and a
0: phone. Right. Hey, and so. they're totally unthankful. And you go to Romans one, where it talks about really the, the 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 big, the latter half of the chapter is talking about men with men, women with women. But the first thing that that results in in their rebellion really is that they became unthankful. These people are being given all this stuff, probably things they've never been given. They 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 could care less. They want more. Why? Because they are vessels of wrath fitted, prepared ahead of time for God's destruction. Okay, they're they're absolutely, totally unthankful. They could care less. They hate your guts. All they want is what they want. The world revolves around them. And their conscience is seared as with a hot iron, like Bible talks about. And once that's seared, I don't know how you unsear it. And if you're a vessel of wrath fitted for destruction, then I don't see how you undo that. The wicked go astray from the womb; they speak lies as soon as they be born. Does it talk about the wicked turning into some good person later? So th- that's a concept I don't think the churches hardly ever preach on. Now that's God, it is God's economy. That is God's. Um, we should still pray for them if it be possible their souls be saved. But let's face it: the vast majority of them, and these are these are people that are are molesting children. They're running. Um, human trafficking they're bringing in all these drugs that are annihilating people you think you have a conscience you cross a line too. I, I do believe that that you can cross a line with God and then you know you don't the Bible talks about that in John uh, 1 John 5 where it says if you see uh, them sin a sin unto death, don't pray about it And then you go to Jeremiah 7:11 and um, Jeremiah 7:11 I believe 14 where it talks about Israel, and they had gotten to the point where they were sacrificing their own children under Moloch, essentially. And they were baking cakes to the Queen of Heaven, which is basically the same um, uh, entity that the Catholics worship, the Queen of Heaven, Okay, who she's referred to that way. They were baking cakes to the Queen of Heaven, sacrificing their own children. And they thought in their own warped mind, if you read all those chapters that just said, Jeremiah 7, 11 to 14, they, they, they were so deluded in their own thinking process, though, they thought they were doing God's will. And God said, I never, I never even came into my mind to tell you to sacrifice your children to Molech. And the conclusion of the matter that God says is don't even pray for them. I will not hear your prayer. They are scheduled for destruction. They're wicked. Their fruits bear that out. And again, the the fruits, I'm a big fruit inspector. Jesus Christ said, judge righteous judgment. He also said if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. So self-judgment is a good thing to do every day. To examine ourselves. To see if we're in the faith, that type of thing. Um, but he was spiritual judgeth all things. And it's not hypocritical judgment where you're judging the speck in your brother's eye when you have a beam in your own. That's the kind of judgment we don't want to do. But this is spiritual judgment. This is not being ignorant of Satan's devices. This is looking at the fruit of a, of a person or a group of people like these and saying, wow, this is rotten. This is really really bad. These people are totally unthankful. These people are totally entitled. These there is nothing these people will not do most likely. Especially a lot of the, the a lot of the incentive for this is not only the money they've made but then what they're going to be told is hey, here's all these guns. Here's all these bullets. Go and do your do to your heart's content and then you can keep whatever you find. Because America, you know, hey, it's a, it's, a, and I've heard that about the the, I've heard that I've said this before about like Russians that have been overheard in gun shops. And this gets into the underground bases where a lot of the foreign troops are. And then they come out and they do their little rounds. And, and when they when they're heard and they don't think anybody in there speaking Russian, they're like, oh, this is all one day, comrade. This will all be yours. This is all in a lot of them are doing again. The love of money is the root of, root of all evil. They're doing it for the plunder. Okay, like the pirates' booty. That's why they're there. that's why they're here as well. It's like they're, you know, mercenaries in that regard. And not only are they being paid, but they're also going to be being paid in plunder. Because America's like you know what the richest nation on earth, and there's a lot of treasure to be had. That's a whole other aspect of their motivating factors here. So, let's go forward.
2: With that Chicago stuff, that's what they don't want to show you is they got rid of them. They do not want no more people going in that hotel room because they ran it down to
0: the bone. Yes. Any place they bring these illegals in, these nice hotels they brought them into, they annihilate trash, have no respect. I mean, they're just, they're savages. It is, it's what happens when you bring a bunch of demon-possessed People from a third world country that are ungrateful, that have no desire for anything of God in, and you give them stuff for free. They're they're, they're not going to respect it. And they are ungrateful and unthankful are are probably the least of how you would describe them.
2: Straight up. So now, so when you're dropping them off in Chicago... You kind of tell these people, like, hey, you see all them out there is camps. It's all on the outside. You know, it's kind of like what Austin had with the with the homeless people, but these are actual nothing but Venezuelan. And you just tell them and say, hey, you only got 30 days that they're going to allow you here. If you don't get a job or do anything, you out. Straight up. They're not housing them no more because of how they crippled that hotel room and everything around it. In New York, it's the same thing. They can't stand it. Well, okay. that's their
1: problem. Okay, here it, here it is, Red Cell. The, and that, that's extraordinary. I want to ask you more questions about that. But here's the organization. In, in Espanol, it's called the OIM, Organización Internacional para las Migraciones. OIM, or in English, it's IOM, uh, Immigration of the, the International Organization for Migration. Okay, so IOM or OIM, depending on ingles o espanol that's the united nations that's running those programs and they're giving them maps and they're giving them uh, rape kits by the way when they cross the darien gap and they're bringing them in and they're paying them to make the trek to get to texas we know that for sure mm-hmm. but what what you're adding to that is now they're given major incentives to be deposited across the country and that these are mostly a criminal element yes yes mm-hmm. wow so tell us about some of the more about the conversations that you overheard about what kinds of things they plan to do when they get off the bus. I mean, they're
2: like anybody else. They're slick. They're not stupid. As soon as they start to look and be like, oh, this guy's listening, they're doing whatever. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just the things that they're saying. And me, from, I'm not going to lie, you know, so my upbringing and that, I just, I, I've been around that world a long time. So it's not no yeah. joke. You know what I'm saying? But those, that's a majority of what what's there. It's sad to say, you know, I mean, there's some to what we had. Um Hispanic, actual Mexican uh refugees or immigrants, whatever you want to call them, uh coming in, and there's like a totally different tone. There's a total different tone. Like these people here are like, hey, thank you so much. Like, hey, like, hey, we're not gonna try to do anything. They're just so proud. It's just that different kind of man, it's the attitude that they have in Venezuelans. Now, let me tell you something like this. In Venezuela, there's some guy that they have, I can't remember his name right now, but he is some big TikTok, he's on something new, uh, and he literally tells these people what to do when they're here, what they're entitled to, how to steal, how to do every single thing in the world, and he's a big follower, and they have, and what that is, he is getting fed his money to tell these people to come here and this is what they're doing by their own government. Oh
1: oh man so who but who okay so wait a minute the venezuelan government is paying this influencer to give people instructions yep. on how to how to come to the u.s yep. and they actually think that that's right so
2: my guys are telling him like hey you, this is what you're seeing that's why y'all are doing this i'm telling you right now it ain't working like that it ain't gonna work like that you need to get here you need to do this if you really want to be here with your family Yada 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 but most of the ones that they don't have family like I said, they are criminals, and they don't care. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, whatever. Let me get off this bus." <laughs> did
1: you hear? Did you overhear anybody talking about weapons or wanting to acquire weapons or smuggling? There's weapons no weapons or, or like nothing that?
2: like that. They're not that retarded. You know what I'm saying? That's where anybody. It,
0: they don't need it because they're prepositioned. Remember, from the first thing, they don't. They don't need to, to, to get on the the um the bus with, you know. AK-47s that they're shouldering and all of that. All that stuff comes later. It's just the pre-positioning. Again, what did they do in the UK with that bed and breakfast? Well, they brought them in first. They brought them in as probably as unarmed as they could be because I mean, okay. And then right before whatever the the whole uh, Mad Max event scenario is that they're going to be activated for, before the, that they're green-lighted to do, that's when they get the weapons. Now, I don't know, in some instances, they may train on those weapons before that happens. And maybe in some, they're just going to be given those and maybe they've already been trained on them. But yeah, that the, the weapons are there. They're, they're not going to go through all this trouble and then all of a sudden just give them a bunch of box cutters and, and go out and say, okay, kill all the gringos or whatever. It's going to be more sophisticated, and I think a glimpse of that was that UK clip that I played of that guy with the bed and breakfast in part one,
2: that's doing that game. But what comes along with that, and I say it as a game, that all that comes along with it. You understand that? You see what I'm saying? It's not yeah. no. You ain't going to go and start about doing drugs that a lot. Yeah.
1: So when they were talking about drugs. Did they already know contacts in places that's like that? That's what Chicago, I was saying. So, that
2: was one of the main things for me and a lot of, well, just my guys that operated out there like, hey, man, they're always asking, hey, we going through here. Are we doing this or doing that? I said, dude, we're going to New York. I ain't telling you anything in between there. We're going to Chicago. I ain't telling you anything in between there because I don't know if they got somebody that's going to meet them at that store or somebody going to meet them at that location or where we're at. Right. And they are right. constantly, constantly, constantly asking for that. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's upset. You can't tell them nothing.
1: So tell me about the numbers that you're talking about here. How many buses a day? So, are right, there Texas? right there with Tietum, right there, with these particular people, it was Wynn, Wynn
2: Company. Um, there's a the charter buses. Um, that right there, those are the ones that are the actual direct buddy with Abbott. Now these people here with the contract, they were starting to get a lot of pressure. To where, when I was midway through the contract, they had to have uh, the state of Texas was like, "Hey, you, you got to have this many buses running at all times." Now you got to understand, these people here—it's a contract. They're trying to save money, so they're buying these buses for ten grand, throwing two thousand dollars into it. Hopefully, they get it inspected through the, through the DPS because they have to inspect them before they get anything on there. And hopefully, it makes it to A location, B location, stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? But they're being, like you said, they're being paid up to a quarter million dollars a bus load. Yeah, no, that's just a contractor being, being, <laughs> you know, like any kind of contractor and that. But, um,
1: uh, what? but, I mean, if, if they spend, even if they spend 50 grand on a bus, I mean, they pay off the bus five times over on the first trip. One time over. So, they wanted
2: a minimum of 23 buses running a day. 23 buses a day. 23 buses a day. And you look out there, there's 50 people on that bus, $5,000 a head.
1: You can do the math. Yeah, so we're talking over 1,200 people a day. Yes, sir. Or almost 12. And 200. that was
0: just in the one location that he's talking about that he disembarked from. Just that one. This is going across all over the border.
2: So now you got uh, them going from, Texas. you got them going from staging point is San Antonio. That's the main staging point, okay? Really? Once you go into San Antonio, you're there. They fap you out to wherever. They say, hey, you got orders. You're flying to or you're you're busing to El Paso, McAllen, Laredo, Del Rio. Eagle Pass was just added, it and uh, Brownsville. Those are the locations right so- there you go to. And then once you sit there and wait. Then they will tell you once, because they got to process their paperwork and everything on that. But as soon as they got the 50, then you'll get your order, be like, hey, go and pick up these people. And your destination is either Chicago, New York, LA, or uh, 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 Colorado. And that's how they would do it.
1: Now, so, and your team then was hired to actually operate the buses?
2: No, so our team was just straight security. They have their own bus drivers that doing the bus driving and doing everything. we're just security for the drivers on the bus.
1: So, but you, your team went along on the ride then to the
2: destination? Yes. So we're with them. So just to give you an idea. So from El Paso, which is the furthest point, I can kind of tell you from El Paso
1: to New York is about 33 hours. Oh my gosh. That's, that's a long trip especially if you keep making it over and over again. It's a long trip and, and it's a round trip. It's a round trip. Yeah. So,
2: well, we, we
1: we drive them down there. Their bus
2: has got orders to go do something else afterwards and then they fly us back down to San Antonio and we do the same process over and
1: over. Oh, I see. So you fly back, you get a new bus and then you do another one-way trip. Same thing again, over and over.
0: Right. Yeah. Now, I I just don't I don't get the impression this guy's making this all up off the cuff. You know what I mean? I just it's and again you 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 look at all the information we just presented. All of this is just dovetailing and and cross confirming one another that this is going on. I mean, we know what's going on at the border. There's no there's no mystery. The satanic, horrible, wicked thing that's happening there. So none of this should really surprise
1: us. When you get to the destination. Who is there in New York or Chicago? Who is there to receive all the migrants that are offloading from the bus? So when you go to New York or everyone's different and you got to understand
2: because of everything that's happening now and, and, and now they, they got flooded, they got a, a real good taste of it is, is what I like to say. Um, they, can't <laughs> they can't stand us. They can't stand us. They hate us, you know, because we're dropping them off um that's their problem they're the ones that said uh, sanctuary but the first thing that you do is you got a timeline that when you're going in there you let everybody know like hey man i'm two hours out three hours out and then once you're an hour out that's when you start getting the uh that's when you call the uh oh man the name of that jesus they're port authorities you call the port authorities and you tell them and say hey we're we're an hour out and say hey. all you do is tell them how many people you have, what bus number you are. And then from there, it's 30 minutes out. They're like, okay, you're going to this location. Okay, boom, go and drop you off. You sit there. They put us right there. And I'm telling you, I believe it was uh, 2nd Street, 3rd Street. Well, we were dropping them off in New York was literally one block away from Times
1: Square. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, so are there ever, like, Protesters there yes. trying to stop the buses? Yes. So
2: they figured in Chicago and New York, some protesters, nothing like that. What they're doing, their they're protesters is their law enforcement. Their law enforcement be like, hey, oh. get off. Let's inspect your deal. What are you doing? Basically, to hassle the shit out of you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. To they hassle you to make it inconvenient to be like, don't come no more. So that was the really? protest and harassment. Yeah, I'm it,
0: sorry if there's any language in this. I don't think there's a lot, but there may be some, and I kind of forgot to give a warning about this. Sorry.
2: I'm saying that's pretty much all the uh, harassment is there. It's pretty much law enforcement. Now, you talking about the only ones i really seen was in Colorado because we're dropping them off dead smack center on, uh, in Denver to where uh, City Hall, everything. And then all of a sudden, you wow. have families that are walking their kids and everything, and they're looking like, "Oh my God, what is this? Oh my God, what is this?" Well, welcome, you Sanctuary City. Yeah,
1: you're getting dumped. Yeah, the uh, El Salvador prison <laughs> just got dumped on your front lawn, right there. Right. Yep. So, what? I, I'm curious then, when when the people that are on the bus, the, these migrants, when they get to the destination. And they get off the bus are they are they happy to to be there what, what's their attitude
0: mm,
2: i'd have to say some of them yeah because it's like anybody else any human being on the bus for that long it's like oh but as far as when you look at it to be like what are you going to do because they have their port authority they have their people who were transferring them over to they come on the bus and they you know we got speakers on there say hey this is this, this is what you're going to do uh, right now, we have no housing for you. There were some of them. We was dropping them off, and I was telling them, "This is how grateful these people are." I tell, I say, "Hey, hold on to your blankets. Hold on to your blankets. Ah, that's okay. We're gonna get more. We're gonna get more." I was like, Phew. "I'm just telling you right now. They ain't giving me nothing. They ain't gonna let you in there. storm thirty something degrees in Chicago. You're gonna be sleeping out there right. on that sidewalk." You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then all of a sudden, right. because the buses are real cold because of the heat from the from the engines and, you know, and everything else, they keep it real kind of cold. So they're thinking that's just the temperature there. You gotta understand it's people, tropical people. And then all of a sudden, when they make that when they make that step off the bus to get in that cold, oh man, they're wearing uh sandals and stuff like that. Oh, it's a different ballgame. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to Chicago in December, right? Welcome. You know what I'm saying? So they just most of them, I'd have to say, the families would be like, thank you. You see what I'm saying? Thank you and this and that, even yeah. though how much they were, or like, hey, this, this, and that. I, I get that, you know. But all the other ones, which I'm saying that are up to no good, they're like, whatever. Get me off the bus. Let's go. Like, hurry up. Wow. I got okay. stuff to do.
1: What about what about children? Did you see children with families? Did you see a, any unaccompanied children? Man, there's children, on, children on there
2: that i seen so so small. You have to go back and recount them because you have to keep a proper head count of everybody who's there. You have to show from this point to this point. Some of them were so small where they were having them underneath their clothing and that, you couldn't even see them. They'd be like, wait a minute. Well, how many did you sign for or say that we're taking? Wait a minute. We only got this number. Hey, go call back again. Now I was looking at that as far as like, does this kid look like he's supposed to be with his family? And I'm going to tell you for two trips, I looked at that and I seen, a quarter of them, no. Like, that kid does not belong. You see what I'm saying? Like, they did not belong with that family.
1: Do you think that they, I mean, that's called child recycling that's money. They, they take a kid. That's money.
2: That's like money to them. That's money to them so they can use that later. Yeah, like anything else.
1: So it's kind of a, it's it's a form of child trafficking. They're trafficking they use the right child in front to of you extra money. And we're paying for it. Right. And then what do you think happens to those children when they get to the destination city? I have no idea, sir. I have no idea.
2: Well, anybody else can kind of imagine what happens there. Do you think the person that's actually being there that is doing the stuff that they have intent to do going to care about that kid?
1: Highly doubt it. Probably not. <laughs> right. So Unreal. But but you did see some unit, like family units, like a mom and dad and a couple of kids that did look like they... Were a family. Yes, you
2: could see that. Like, it's anybody. Like, I'm a family man. So, like, it's anybody, like, you see, like, you, you could just see it. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right. you could just see some, like, this kid's lost out of his mind. Right. Like, no way. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. He's listening to this person. And, like, you know, like, mm, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, all right, I, I get that. Like,
1: yeah. So so what you're, if I could summarize some of what you've said here. So the state of Texas is funding this operation That's enriching certain transportation companies that are getting these contracts, that are getting paid $5,000 per migrant to load up 23 buses a day, drop off these migrants essentially all over the country, and these migrants... And again, remember,
0: that's just from this one location. This is going on who knows how many other locations.
1: Consists of people that you would characterize as criminals, and some children are being trafficked during this process. Is that... Is that a pretty accurate summary That's so far? Pretty much it. Okay, let me, let me ask you another question then. Your, so your team, or I don't I don't know how many people I don't need to know, but what's the attitude of the people that you work with? Do they support or oppose this program? Everybody is supportive
2: in the beginning, you know, like everybody because they're humans. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, they everybody has a chance to do, you know, what they. You know, everybody has a right to try to live and do do what they need to do for their families. And that kind of goes out the window after two weeks. (laughs) After dealing with these people, and you're like, oh man, hey, you know what? I'm not gonna say the F word, but hey, man, whatever. Get out of here. Like, man, there's there's it's not happening. That just shows you how ungrateful and how they take advantage of what everybody's giving them right now. And we are. We're giving them that. You know what I'm saying? And then that's not so speaking of that, so being on there, um, this is just illegals and everybody was transporting by during the times when I was there, and this is specifically in El Paso. In El Paso, when I'm sitting there, I have a, a, a friend of mine, he's in charge of all three ports of entry for El Paso, That's he's with customs, he's in charge of that, right? So I'm going over here, we're doing the math, like, hey man, what are you doing? Who are you seeing? You know, we're, you know, we're talking, collaborating, we're in the war together. And, uh, and I asked him, I said, hey, dude, on the points of entry, who, who do you got coming in? You know, I'm expecting, you know, Venezuelans, Q- Cubans, whatever, you know. No, every single person that they got right now coming in over there in all three points of entry are nothing but Russians.
0: <laughs> what? You understand nothing. why I had to play such a long clip here? Because every time I was like, okay, I'm going to stop here. And then he said that. And I'm like, what? Now, I've, I've talked about the Russians being here. For years and years, the underground bases, the places like Gatlinburg, which I went firsthand with my own daughter and saw all the Eastern Bloc people that worked in the stores. It's evidently the same a lot at Myrtle Beach. It's in Gatlinburg. I mean, those are ones that are nearest me. There's also very, very... I mean, Gatlinburg is basically a, a UN world biosphere. Okay? that The whole area. There. I mean, I went up on the their little... It's not a space needle, but it's a little... Thing like that kind of and you go up there and at the very top there's a big old plaque that talks about how this is a UN whatever protected biosphere type play and there are underground there is an underground base on in that um, uh, it's a Great Smoky Mountains in that biosphere there are places that are no-go zones in that exact um, Great Smoky Mountain Park there's there's all kind of ones in Western North Carolina, where I live, I believe there's one under Mount Mitchell, the tallest mountain in North Carolina. Um, I have done whole reports on this. I have done several. uh, You could key in the keyword search like that, like underground bases, North Carolina. They're here, and they're housing these troops, and they've been prepping for this exact thing that we're talking about today. I just had no idea they were gonna. They were gonna. I had no idea there was gonna be this much of a mass, total breakdown of the border incursion, to aid the Russians and the Eastern Bloc people and the Chinese that are already here on our soil in underground bases and have been prepping and chomping at the bit for years. The thing that I said before about the Russians—they caught in the gun store. They're like, "Oh, comrades, soon this will be ours." Those are the types. They didn't think anybody else could speak Russia or hear what they were saying. I, I've, I've warned about this over and over. And then you have the Muslim terror cells. And then you have this, what we're talking about today. And I'm sure there's all, all kinds of stuff I'm forgetting about. So, yeah. He's saying Russians now are, are openly coming over. And all I'm saying is that I don't know how much further it can go before something major has got to get. Because as far as I can see, they've already got their troops way prepositioned at this point thing but russians
1: wait a second well i was going to ask you about chinese actually because we've had chinese is now. in Can arizona kinda...
0: chinese are in there as well
1: no kidding mm-hmm. but russians are coming in through el paso yeah are you talking when you say russians do you mean just ethnic russians who could be from anywhere around the former soviet union are you talk about russian like actual russian citizens russians coming to america coming to america all military-age fighters. Well, it's too bad you don't speak Russian because I'd like to know what they're talking
2: <laughs> about, huh? Well, that just kind of threw me off the loop because there's some spots, you know, they're getting Africans, they're getting different ones, you know. And then with that, it was kind of in the time frame to where all this Hamas stuff kicked off. So we're doing that, and I asked really? him, I said, hey, what are we doing? You know, security he goes, hey, man, we're about to have a big brief on that, dude. But, yeah, they're going to start slowing stuff down. And even contracts with us, at that time, because I was delayed, you're supposed to go to a certain spot in a few days, get your people and get out of there. I was there for like almost two, three weeks at one time. And it's because of the Hamas and everything that was going on at that time. And they're trying to figure out what countermeasures they need to take, you know, as far as precaution. So that's why I was asking my guy, I was like, well, who's coming over here? He goes, dude, there's nothing but all Russians, bro. I was like, hmm. Eh.
1: What about what about Middle Eastern people? Syrians, for example, Iranians, and so on. Nothing. Nothing not over there in El Paso. So it's Russians. What about? Well, what
0: about? I remember, his perspective is only what his friends telling him and what he's seen with his own eyes. They're they're coming in at different ports of entry. Okay, and I think that's by design on purpose as well because, you know, if you've got a group of Russians, you've obviously got your predetermined destinations for them, whether that's the underground bases or where, wherever it, it may be. You're you're going to want to keep them kind of separate, distinct, bring them in. You're not going to want to commingle them with all the, the Venezuelan criminals and just hodgepodge them all together. That's why it was mostly Ven- Venezuelan criminals, probably ones fresh out of the prison system, that was on that bus because that was the batch that they wanted to keep together are on those buses together where you know they could stay together their strength in numbers obviously uh they don't want them getting separated from one another and i think it's the same thing for the russians and the chinese i mean the chinese are coming in all together the russians are coming in together it's it's literally it's just beyond comprehension what is going on here
1: Chinese. You said Arizona, but do you see Asian ethnic people coming through Texas? No, none at all in Texas. That's all Arizona. Huh. Okay. And What about... You,
0: what uh, a, evidently, that's their primary port of entry that, that they're told to go to.
1: Stories have other members of your team told you things that they've seen that maybe surprised you. That was the biggest one there for me,
2: as far as who we were transporting and everything, because they're pretty much the same people uh, a majority of the Southern Texas and everything right there is nothing but Venezuelan, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the main one, you know, you got some from other spots and that, but that's the majority. So I'm like, okay. Um, all right, that's great. So I'm in El Paso. I'm like, Hey, I, you got Venezuelans or whatever. It just, that took me for the loop right there. And he's like, nah, bro, I'm you straight up. Nothing but Russians. I said, damn boy. It's like, they're strategically putting them in spots and letting yeah. them come into this country. Exactly. For a reason. Right. Yep. I'm not trying to say what? or do whatever, but I just – I'm not a – I, you know, we're, we're – um, how can they say this? I'm in a profession of arms. So, yeah, they are strategically putting these people in place in certain parts of this country for a reason, and it's
1: scary. I wanted to ask you this question anyway, and it's scary. You, okay, so do you get the impression – and th- this would only be your opinion. I understand, but do you get the impression that this is a planned occupation? It is. They're hitting us and targeting us on all certain 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 points to and get. And most it-
0: certainly, the Chinese and the Russian will be donning the blue hats. I think maybe the, the like the criminal Venezuelans and the MS-13 types and and the ones from Central America. Maybe that'll be the initial ones they turn loose the the muslim invaders to really really go out and kill and steal and pillage and in and um then they come with their solution of the chinese military-age fighting males and the russians in the blue hats now i'm I'm speculating but if they're military um uh, and i guess the chinese and the russian could also participate in that initial phase and then at some point they'll say okay now you need to switch hats you need to go from violent criminal thug to now you're one of the good guys now you're one of the un peacekeepers i just i'm having a hard time believing that they that all those roles are going to be given to like the venezuelans that are like third world savages that you know are not militarily trained and would have a really rough time probably taking orders that type of thing i'm speculating here but We'll see.
2: Into certain areas, straight up. Now, I was just saying, and like I said, it's not opinion, but the way that they're bringing them in and how they're bringing them in and where they're placing them, if something was to go down, and I was speaking with old Cap over here about this one a while back, but we have never fought a war to where we are just over there fighting a battle, and that's it. This will be a war to where China knows it, and we would be fighting not only away from here, but we'll be fighting our own homeland at the same time. Yeah, that's a hell of a disruption. Yeah, that's a hell of a disruption. Right. We've never had that ever.
0: You fight it, will the- be in your own backyard. That's that's the thing that it, it's 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 going to be a war. That America has never, other than, I guess, well, I guess you'd say the Civil War. Since the Civil War. Yeah. Revolutionary War. Those types of things. But since then, um, it'll be a fight on American soil, primarily to take American soil. And to get rid of the legal, law-abiding American citizens, particularly the ones that do not want to go along with the New World Order. I, I would think that would be the goal. With this whole
2: thing and to put it together to make that happen it's it's bad like they're already planting ieds along the border right who's who's planting ieds on the border what do you mean i can't confirm who's doing it they already have ieds when they're transporting ieds were found on the border
0: now that one right provides explosive devices i i that charlie kirk guy was first thing he listed is that they're finding those on the border
2: Here's IEDs, meaning cartels fighting each other and how they're smuggling and doing whatever they want to do, all that, but just, I mean, if they're already doing that there, I mean, come on, it's, it's. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, so, and and by the way, I I really thank you for your time here. If you just have a a couple more minutes, I have a few follow-up questions. I mean, this is really important for the American people to hear the details, but uh, war correspondents like Michael Jan, who has been a guest on my show many times. He says that Governor Abbott is working for the globalists to uh, to further this occupation and invasion of America. But many Texans feel like Abbott is doing exactly the right thing here, which is to share this burden with other states in the hope that they will recognize the problem of having an open border and maybe they'll do something.
2: Yeah, that's
1: the that's the that's the that's the that's what we want to hope for. And that's
2: what the right political thing to do is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what we agree on. Like, okay, that's great. That's the political part. But like I'm saying, don't get it twisted. That 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 people who are fulfilling these contracts are the people that he knows. And mm-hmm. like a lot of people, no disrespect to anybody out there that's, you know, um, in a wheelchair and everything. But I'll tell him, not joking around, I'm being serious. The reason he really can't walk is because his pockets is too thick they are too thick man that sounds bad i know it's too
0: thick i think with money i'm I'm assuming like i said before about abbott i mean if they think he's doing the right thing whoa whoa, whoa, hold, hold on whoa whoa if governor abbott being the governor of his state was doing the right thing what he would be doing is sealing the border turning them away at the border and not waltzing them in and processing them on their way to becoming American citizens. That would be the right thing. Oh no, I'm gonna show you what a big, great guy I am. I'm gonna send him up to the liberal cities. That's where they're supposed to go. You're just following orders. I mean, are you kidding me? Thinking that, how could anybody think that that he's doing some big, awesome thing by shipping them up there when he is in control of his own border? Well, he's a puppet on a string, so I shouldn't say that. I've i gave him way too much credit. Theoretically, being the governor, though, he should be able to do that, but he's not because he's a devil and he's part of them. He's one of them, you know, obviously.
2: Yeah, I know it's going to probably offend a couple people, but that's... Yeah. that's. I'm that's sorry
0: if there's some really bad connotation with what he just said, but I just think he meant that there's there, his pockets are so filled with money he can't get out of his wheelchair or something like I don't know. I mean, if I'm wrong... God forgive me. It's
1: happening. It scratched my
0: back. I almost yeah, scratched yours. It's, it's, you'll get, it's money. You'll get
1: some pushback on that comment, no doubt. But um, I understand the metaphor that you're using, although, although again, that's that's going to offend a few people. But look, you're just saying that his pockets are deep because of, of his financial ties mm-hmm. to the, the transport companies and probably some other players in Texas, is what you're saying, correct? Yeah. And
0: the World Economic Forum, which he's a part of, which is just part of the whole Great Reset. So, I mean he's just another devil but he's a he's a very important devil puppet in this whole considering i I would imagine texas has the longest border by far of any state so there's more ways they can come over through that you know uh you got california what california new mexico and arizona and then you got texas texas being the longest border and I, i would imagine most more are coming through texas than any of those other states
2: not trying okay. to fit anybody right. out there, just something. But if you really think about it, because like you're saying, the question you're asking, like, hey, um, you know, he's doing the right thing. Yes, he is. You know, to get the attention, like, hey, it's, it's something that's real no, now. He's
0: not doing the right thing. Like I said, if he was doing the right thing, you'd be turning them away. He would telling them way before they ever got here, don't even think about trying to cross over here. Our border is going to be secure. We're a state. And a state without borders is not a state. A country without borders is not a country. And we're here to guard our citizenry, our legal citizens. You will be turned away at the border. That would be the right thing to do. Not this. This is a joke. This is like whatever. Some kind of posturing like, oh, I'm whatever. Come on.
2: That's here. You understand that? But
3: on the flip
1: side of that, well, I'm not going to do all that for nothing. (laughs) Okay, now let me, let me ask you another question, uh, a bigger question, because Donald J. Trump, I, I think there's a very good chance he's going to be uh, elected president again.
0: Yeah, and- if, if, the, if his handlers say so, Mike. If his handlers give that the green light, just so. I wanted to play this part just to give my perspective, because this was, this was the part where get ready for mass roundups of illegals across America. On the off chance that Trump gets back in office and then he'll hire government funded bounty hunters will be activated to get rid of them all. So you're telling me the new world order, which Donald J. Trump works for and is beholden to, is going to undo all this effort, all this satanic effort that we're describing today to preposition so many of these devils to destroy america donald trump is going to come in and save the day on that i highly doubt that i i just do number one he's not in office yet he's not taking back the president and if he does it's part of their plan just like it wasn't part of their plan for him to get in for a second term even though all the false prophets were saying he's a mighty man of God and he's going to get back in for a second term. That didn't happen. Well, that makes all them false prophets. And subject to stoning, according to Old Testament law, Deuteronomy 18. Now, I understand we're not under Old Testament anymore. I'm just saying back then. It's a very, very serious offense to be a false prophet. So, anyway, I just had to throw that in.
1: And... Um you know, especially the Colorado trying to take him off the ballot. Well, they did take him off the ballot, mm-hmm. and that just tends to piss off. America. Okay. And again, the whole Colorado
0: thing, and I think Maine just, oh, we're taking him off the ballot. So, what does that do for a lot of people? What that does is anybody that was on the fence about Alex Jones or uh, well, actually, about Donald Trump. Well, you know, he gave us the big, the great big kill shot and, and millions are dead and maimed for as a result of that. And he brags about it still to this day. And he profiteered off it. Not just one of the heinous things that he did. Well, yeah, I know he did that. But maybe he was misguided. Maybe he wasn't taking orders from his satanic handlers. Maybe he just gave the wrong orders like he was in, ever in control to begin with. And maybe he really is a good guy. Because if he wasn't a good guy, why would they be attacking him? in Colorado, in Maine, and all the mainstream nudity, because that's part of the whole right-left deception. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Donald Trump good guy's got to be a good guy. Look at how they're attacking him. One of the biggest degenerates that's ever walked the planet. And I've got so so much ample proof on that. Child-molesting, rapist devil that he is, that I have proof on. Court docks the whole nine yards. And we're supposed to think he's a good guy. Jeffrey Epstein's good buddy. Palled around with him. Lived, with, lived within a stone's throw of him when he was in Mar-a-Lago. That was where Jeffrey Epstein was uh, one of his main places he was uh, operating out of. Right next to mar lago And you're telling me he's a good guy. Good buddies with Dershowitz. We talked about him last week. And all kind of other deviant devils that Jeffrey Epstein ran around with. Troubles right there with him. It's it's an absolute total deception. If Trump gets back into office, it's because they said that, okay, it's time for you to go back in. We'll use you for a time period. We'll use you whatever. But I don't see this big roundup like he's talking about occurring. I mean, maybe, but it it'd be it'd be hard for me to envision. And can you imagine trying it's 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 like taking a um a pillowcase with that's has feathers in it and in in releasing it over a cliff with a high gust of wind you think they're going to get all these devils when they brought them in by design on purpose to be activated at a future date i don't think we think we're going to get to that future date or i mean i'm sorry i don't think we're going to get to the point where trump could even do that because they're probably going to be activated before he would ever even think about getting back into office and we know the elections are going to be totally rigged so if he were to get back in we know that that's a total rigged job but but after all you've just heard mike adams decides to label this audio as get ready for mass roundups of illegals across america as government funded bounty hunters are activated hey mike what what fantasy world do you think that's actually going to happen on the off chance that devil gets back into office and it'll be by design on purpose. And then he's going to do this big cleanup of America after the New World Order has spent billions and billions of dollars over the last, you know, how many decades to bring them in? And they're not going to be used for what they were brought to be brought in for? Give me a break. I don't believe any of it.
1: Okay, so I'll just vote for him now because you say I can't, you know. And if Trump gets back in the White House, he's promised to have the largest immigration uh-huh. or illegal just
0: like he was going to clean up the swamp he really did a good. all he did is bring in more swamp creatures that's all he ever did he didn't do anything to that extent he's one of them
1: round up you know in the history of the country round these people up by the millions and deport yeah. them i want to ask you uh-huh, just from your right. experience seeing no. this firsthand is that even? They,
0: and again, the New World Order—they're—they're they're depending on America being in a third-world state like the rest of the world because that's going to be a very easy place to control. Impoverished third world, and those types of people are going to be very, very open to whatever their masters are telling them to do. They don't want you to have the whole American liberty, land of the free, home of the brave. Everybody, Second Amendment preserved. They want to take that away. What he's describing would preserve that. That doesn't make any sense. Now, unless, unless, unless it's going to be the the whole great reawakening coming to save the day, Donald Trump, Michael Flynn, and if they go that route, which they could, and use them in that capacity and get all the Christians and all the conservatives, or as many as they can think, on their side thinking, oh, this really is this. And literally, that's going to usher in the Antichrist and False Prophet. So, that's what I think. And again, I've been basically saying that for, I don't know how long, but a long time. Possible? Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. It's possible. Oh, yeah. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. He has no
0: idea if it's going to happen.
2: Money. Okay, please. It's money. So, you got these people out there... And I was seeing it towards the end of my contract to when I'm flying. And they're already sending these people back through their air flights. I'm sure you can see it on social media on some of them. Some of them.
0: Some of them are going back, a very small percentage.
2: They're not not, um, showing that. They're not hitting on it. They are. They're already sending them back. They don't want them no more. They can't what do you take mean,
1: them. Sending them back to where? What, where what
2: Venezuela? Wherever? Like the ones that I was there, they couldn't speak a. Yeah, nigga. like
0: what? Like point 0.1% of them. When you got a hundred percent coming through, and point 0.1% percent's going back, and a lot of them are probably ones that want to go back because I I do believe I've heard from some of them that they're like they're here, they're like a fish out of water, they're away from their family. They're and, and these are more probably the good ones. Hey, I got all this money in my on my uh, this credit card. I got all. This, I I'm gonna get a plane and get back to. Wherever they're from, while I can do that, and I'm, I'm sure that those are the ones that our government wouldn't want here any, anyway, probably because they're the ones that probably are more of a family type nature, family-oriented type nature. Um, uh, you know, I don't know.
2: English and they had cars had a a, a, thank you. Hurry up. Welcome to America pack. And they had on there say, I do not speak any English. Can you please help me to go to where I'm going?
1: Literally saying the cities like New York City, New York City. That's where I was at the airport.
2: Um, Now, what you're talking about the roundup. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, who's going to get that contract? That's what so I'm what interested about because be, you have all these people say, like, if you're familiar, you're Texas, you're here in Austin. You see, like, they had all the homeless and everybody there. Well, they're not going nowhere. They're going to be outside. And that's exactly how they are. They're in these big old communities outside, homeless and all that. All it is is taking them back up and sending them back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see on that one. You know, I wanted to at least play that, though, because that's how he titled his video. Uh, i think it's a pipe dream i think these people are probably here to stay most of them okay to accomplish their purpose their nefarious purpose that we have laid out uh, to a large extent today but more to come michael Yan posted this more invasion mechanisms courtesy of the u.s state department advertising on facebook in spanish to encourage more illegals to invade the usa U.S. Department of State, Bureau of Population, Refugees, and Migration. This is straight from them on Facebook. Thousands of people have submitted the free application on this website. Safe mobility offices are reviewing applications for eligibility and contacting applicants to provide information about lawful pathways. None of this is lawful. Just come one, come all to the great free for all. Oh, look, I just rhymed. Next one Dr. Pete Chambers, Eagle Pass. Texas, little piece of information developing the organizational logistics of of transfer migration brought to you by the IOM, his paymaster, which is part of the United Nations. I think this might be that one that was played. Yeah, it is. I'm going to play it again.
3: Uh, That guy right
1: there, he carries all the people's bags across. So when they get here, they don't have to carry their bags. Yeah, this
0: is the guy. Another angle, they're viewing that big, gigantic luggage Uh, thing it's they're bringing their luggage across the border so that they don't have to carry it across the border and then when they they you know evidently they check their it's like you know checking your bag or whatever and and you you get across and then i imagine you're given a ticket just like you're at the airport and then you uh you know get your bag on the other side once you've crossed illegally so it's it's a real it's a real uh, production they've got going on here to do this And then we have this one. Uh, It's total destruction of the U.S. and Biden loves it.
3: Well, there's no other way to look at this. This is being called Armageddon at the U.S. border. The invasion of the United States has been happening for years. It's unfolding in a way that we've never seen before over the past perhaps 24 to 48 hours. Record number of illegal immigrants coming across the border, staging in El Paso and Eagle Pass. Uh, mass of thousands of migrants waiting to be processed by border security in Eagle Pass. And uh, as reporters on the ground are saying, they've never seen it this overwhelmed now we also have railway lines Union Pacific railway lines um, stopping forty five percent of all rail cars moving to and from Mexico through El Paso and Eagle Pass Um, basically uh, Union Pacific saying there's not enough capacity there's not enough routes and to reroute them and all of this illegal immigration coming across is slowing down international trade someone who's of course been watching this very closely and has been watching this entire flow, this migrant pattern, all the way up from Latin America through Panama into the United States is Michael Jan, uh investigative journalist, former uh, US Green Beret, one of the great journalists in the world and really a national treasure, and joins us now. Michael, good to see you. You're in El Salvador. I, I just want to get your take, first of all, You've been watching this pattern flowing, and you're sort of at the tip of the spear there watching this flowing up here. What are you seeing down there, and were you surprised to see the numbers that we saw overnight coming out of Eagle Pass?
4: Hey, Clayton. Yeah, I'm in El Salvador now. As you know, I'm, I'm always downrange down here. I go upstream a lot. A lot of times, I'm actually on the tech. I've been all the way across the U.S. border quite a lot, all the way from Boca Chica, at SpaceX, on the Gulf side, all the way to San Diego. I mean, I'm constantly doing this stuff. But um, So I got up. I, it's 3 o'clock in the morning here, but I got up to check and see how Doc Chambers is doing. You know, Pete Chambers, I sent you the video of, of Doc. He's on the border tonight. He's a retired Green Bray doctor. He was also in the Texas National Guard uh, for some years, and he worked the border. And so he and I have been up and down that border quite a lot and he's on the border tonight he's never seen anything like this either so i just literally woke up to see how he's doing he said that, you know he's never seen anything like it either border patrol just sent me some wait doc just sent me a message right now actually
3: well while uh, you're getting that uh, message from read... doc let me while you're getting that message from doc let me play doc's latest video this is in eagle pass okay. and uh he just sent this video just a short time ago let's let's roll that take a look doc chambers from uh, eagle pass texas Today's the eighteenth of December. We're out here uh, at the
1: point of entry. Five thousand are sitting on the ground right now. It's increasing as we yeah. as we go along. He's
0: filming it all. You can see the footage.
1: Information that we've received says another seven thousand should be processed through this particular. So this was
0: about two weeks ago. By the time you hear this, if you're hearing it on the first
1: point by morning. Uh, Joe and I have been here many times. Last time we were down here, we were in uniform, and now I'm a civilian and uh in the army of god so uh we'll keep to- telling truths and uh you need to get this video to your legislators and tell them in the state of texas particularly this is out of control
3: thank you very much so he's never seen anything like this and he's calling on you to send it to your legislators because this is an invasion uh military-age men pouring across the border into the united states democrats of course are very quick to point out that this—they're in favor of replacement theory. But if you're, you know, on the conservative side, if you bring it up, then you're somehow a bigot, you're a racist. But of course, Democrats have been calling for this in Texas mm-hmm. to turn Texas into a blue state, to, of course, affect them in an election. Here's what Democrats have been saying. Well, I'm
0: pretty sure it already is. I'm pretty sure they already turned that, that tide, where whites are a minority in Texas. I, I think they crossed that barrier a little ways back
3: for years about this replacement this invasion being you know americans being replaced by this invasion take a look it seems harder
4: and harder to ignore that the echoes of replacement theory and other racially motivated views are increasingly coming out into the open.
3: In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority
1: of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044? Uh, everyone is going to be a minority
3: as the demographics change as white people become the minority in the country which is coming demographics is destiny demographics is destiny demographics is destiny right so michael this is happening what 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 did i've
0: reported on this subject over and over and over again to create our inevitable brown future as the zionist the kabbalistic jews at the at the somewhat at the top of the food chain Now, i'm not blaming everything on on the Jews, I'm just saying, and in, in that regard, they have. This has been their intent, their plan, their purpose. I've given you their own sound bites all along, and this is another reason that this is all happening. They want the the white races to be bred out of existence and killed off. That's their agenda. I'm not going to apologize for what you know they're saying. Uh, that's that's what they're they're openly blatantly have said over and over and again i played you
3: their own sound bites in previous teachings just send you here i'm just curious as we're watching this in real time unfolding
4: he literally just sent me a message because i messaged to him that i'm going on with you he said i'm uh, i can say this because by the time people see it he'll be out of this position he said sitting in a hide site watching train bridge six miles north of poe which is the point of entry at eagle pass uh, no traffic, but watching on thermals for MVT uh, will capture footage at, uh, and launch drone, if any. Staying quiet, don't think I have a good signal for live, one bar. Let me let me send him a message real quick. Yeah. Hey, Doc, I'm on with Clayton Morris right now. Please give me anything else, and, I, and I'll tell uh, Clayton while we're on
3: so he's he's right there. I mean, he's right there at the point of entry watching, as we saw here, thousands of I- individuals coming across there um, and uh, and using thermals. I mean, it's Border Patrol, I mean, they're just overwhelmed. I mean, when you're talking to your Border Patrol agents, what are they saying to you?
4: Oh, one just sent me a message actually uh, 15 minutes ago. 4,500 in custody right now. That's at the Eagle Pass area. He said, I'm looking at apprehensions now. The majority by far are single adult males between 19 and 40 years old. So this is tonight, now. Uh, It is a mix of nationalities, but the largest number are Venezuelans followed by Hondurans. But the bottom line is um, 19 to 40 year olds. They're they're bringing
0: in what what they hope to be are executioners. These military age fighting men that hate America for the most part. And Americans, especially I'm sure gringos. They've been demonized and that type of thing. I'm not saying they're not going to go after the other races as well, but that's that's the plan. That's their plan.
4: They're single adult uh, males, and, and he says when females are encountered, they're usually part of a family group, which is true. That's what I see when I'm on the border as well. Uh, which, again, I'm downrange from the border. That's why I'm, I'm upstream. That's why I'm sending information back to Pete and others saying what I see so that they have an idea what's coming their way. So I'm basically at the pitcher's mound and they're at the catcher's mitt.
3: So President Trump says if he's elected, he's going to put an immediate stop, in, you know, basically an immediate stop to the border flood and then uh, do a mass uh, you know a, and will again
0: will they use that scenario with trump to get every i mean can you imagine everything would be forgotten about the kill shot and the 5g and all the other wicked things he did and all the other wicked i mean that i documented over i've got a whole file on all the politically wicked things he did and then all of his sexual perversions i've got two different files on him a lot of it I've covered in previous studies. But you know how quickly, for most people, all that will be forgotten? I won't. I'll never forget it. You know, and he lies as a matter of course. The wicked go astray from the womb. They lie as soon as they be born. Well, Trump is one of the most pathological liars that's ever walked the planet. He'll tell you whatever the, the his script, his cue cards... He'll, he'll lie in whatever manner in way that that's going to advance his agenda and the agenda his handlers have given him so understand i'm not saying trump's couldn't get back in and couldn't implement this but it's unbelievable to me that people like michael yawn and this guy clayton and and all the the mike adams and and alex jones of course they're some of them are totally in on it and some of them are just not really thinking this thing through i believe trump's a very wicked evil person if he gets back in it's because of you know it's by design so the the, the fact that they that they could look to this guy this devil who was obviously installed in there and then taken out as some form of hope or he's going to come in and save the day i mean it's 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 just incomprehensible to me after all that has happened, again, that we've documented over
3: and over. Mass exodus, a mass um, deportation. Uh, But, you know, by the the time that happens, if that happens, how many tens of millions more will be coming across the U.S. border? Tens of thousands more, I should say. How many
0: more millions would even come in by the time that Trump would even get in? Come on.
3: Coming across the U.S. border. Not deporting them them all. In time you can't stop this, no,
4: it'll be millions, yeah, it'll be millions million. for Absolutely. sure, yeah, because I mean, th- I'm again, I'm constantly down here uprange, that's why I'm you know in places like in Morocco and, and watching all these different flows, or Colombia, Panama, the Darien Gap in Panama, the routes are being expanded, right? And I mean more than tripled right Right. so i mean the the the, for instance the flows of of chinese uh, you've you've talked with anthony rubin muckraker good friend as well we've been down to dairy showing
0: all these mostly military age chinese men at the border in this and like i think this is one of the videos that dave hodges was in reference to now they've actually got they look like they're just at a airport like getting ready to get on a plane to check one bag they're all at that relaxed military posture uh and they're just standing there and um waiting to get across the border
4: Gap, and we've been all the way across the border as well, and 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 you know he he's seeing so many Chinese come through. Uh, for instance, they've got their own ecosystem, right? Then you've got the ecosystem of the Venezuelans who are who are the 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 uh, the, the, the most of the people coming in right now are Venezuelans. But keep in mind, a lot of them we're
0: literally and it's so it's so ironic because the military is there is bringing them in and checking them off and bringing them across. They're they're literally bringing in their own executioners because those same American military most of them are gringos most of them are white guys they're uh, they're going to be probably some of the first that are executed and they're bringing them in and, and but I guess you know hey as long as they're getting paid up until the point when they're executed I guess that's all that matters really
4: Venezuela is actually believe it or not there has a lot. Uh, there are a lot of Hezbollah down in Venezuela, and, oh, and actually great. there's a part of Syria where the people actually speak Spanish. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that, and the reason why is because more than a century ago, many of the people from that part of the world came to South America and Central America, and and, and then they, uh, their some of them bounced back, and they took Spanish with them, right? So there's a lot of, uh, you know, interaction. For instance, I'm in El Salvador now, and actually the president is Palestinian, right, Bukele. So, I mean, it's not, it, this is more textured than a lot of people might imagine.
3: So, Hezbollah coming into the United States. Yesterday, Greg Abbott, Governor Greg Abbott, gave Texas police the power to arrest illegals. And of course, liberals are freaking out about this. Oh, this is going to be terrible. Like, oh,
0: please, gonna... like anything's going to come of that. A more dog and pony show from Abbott. Oh, Big tough guy shipping them all to Chicago and, and New York City, even though that's where they're programmed to go. Oh, he'll show them, even though he's letting them in by the millions over the border. He's gonna show them now. He's gonna oh, we can we can arrest them now. Why aren't they? Why aren't? Why are they number one? Not even turned back at the border. Why are they allowed to enter? Isn't that what a border walls for? No, no, border walls for to bring them all in and okay. Try that going doing that in Switzerland. Or, or an actual country that actually has borders, you know, you're gonna, you're you're either not going to get in, or um you're going to be in their jails and then deported out, but not no not the good old U.S. of A. not Europe not these other places that evidently all those rules don't apply.
3: It's gonna, it's gonna be mass arrests, and this is bigots. You know, this is bigotry. Uh, what do you think? How, how do you think this is going to change things? Texas police now being given the power to arrest illegals in Texas. Huh.
4: Please, nothing. And because I, you know, I've been extremely accurate on what's unfolding, mostly because I spend so much time yeah. on the border and downrange. Right. Yeah. Abbott is a member of World Economic Forum. Thank you. That's what you need to know, because we've reached a point. Uh, you know, I, I've done this for so many years. Again,
0: why are we even asking this question about Abbott? I, I say the same thing about Trump. He's he's He was good buddies with, with Klaus Schwab. I've, I've given you the things where they're buddy-buddied. Klaus Schwab and him, World Economic Forum. He's been there, spoke at their events. I mean, I have played the clips. Why are we uh, debating any of this? It's It's just like this thing where something like alex jones will maybe cover something a little bit like that and then it's a little blip on the radar i guess to maybe try to appear to be have some sort of non bias but then it's all forgotten the next day and it's back to the trump praise and worship and that's how it is for most of alternative media on this and i think part of its people are so desperate and if they come to the conclusion in their own mind that Trump is actually a horrific human being and that he's one of them, then their, their hope's just gone. Well, you know what? Don't have your hope in a man. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man and then maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 9 or 5. That's what happens when you trust in a man. You bring a curse on yourself. You're not trusting in God. You're not trusting in the word of God. You're not trusting the Lord. And then your heart will depart from the Lord. And I dare I say these people that have all this MAGA garbage Trump worship and think he's going to come save them you are you are fulfilling Jeremiah 17 5. You are you're bringing a curse on yourself and your heart is departing from the Lord. And and you are deceived and I'm sorry, but it sounds like you're part of the strong delusion that God says he's going to send in second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 3. I pray to God they break free. That's why this ministry exists, at least in part.
4: whether it's war or washing the border and that sort of thing, energy issues, nitrogenous fertilizers, you reach a certain point where your instincts are more valuable than details, right? And what what I need to know is what his intent is and what his capabilities are abbott's intent he's a member of the world economic forum his intent is clear to invade the united states and europe and other places like japan right that's clear his capabilities include being able to do that he's doing kayfabe kayfabe is that wrestling term right you know where it's a it's a fake fight right Right. he constantly does pro
0: wrestlers where they would they you know it's, it's pro wrestling it's the fake fakery of it all oh oh hulk hogan's gonna go against andre the giant and Oh, they're mortal enemies and then they're then they're on the same bus or or they're on the same whatever together when it, when between events or they're rooming together. That kind of stuff. But they have to give this facade that they're enemies while they're in the ring and they don't like it and especially back in the 80s and the 70s. They didn't want to be seen together out in public if they were supposedly enemies. They wanted to preserve the facade, okay? That's kayfabe, all right? That's what he's in reference to there.
4: The kayfabe. For instance, I was down at you know Eagle Pass and Piedras Negras. Eagle Pass is the Texas side of the border where Doc Chambers is at tonight. I've spent I don't know more than a month down there. I spent two weeks just on the Mexican side, uh, and you know on Piedras Negras. It was just across the river. At one point, I was down there on the Rio Grande. Watch, Doc said there's about 5,000 tonight in Piedras Negras. Border Patrol just said 4,500 are in custody there. So that means. More like 10,000. And then there's another 7,000, docks said, in Piedras Negras across the river. Now, I was in Piedras Negras for a couple—I stayed there because the Mexican authorities and the cartels didn't give me hassles like the Border Patrol did. And like the National Guard in Texas, they would give me hassles being on the border. Yeah. But on well, the they're,
0: me- they're on Team Satan. I mean, for the most part, the Border Patrol and these are on Team Satan, and they don't want you interfering with their— uh human smuggling the, the which is kind of i guess what's going kind of going on here to a certain extent i mean they're smuggling out in the open these illegals coming in illegally breaking our laws and, and they don't really want any spotlight on themselves as a result of that so of course they're going to give him more trouble
4: get i was just right there with the aliens coming in anyway so abbott was there i was there um, um, watching my phone, actually, and Abbott was giving some sort of a speech about how they're closing the border. Huh. Meanwhile, the aliens were crossing right in front of me through the Rio Grande, <laughs> right in front of me. I'm, yeah. I'm watching him speak, yeah. and he's just
0: lying. And literally all they would have to do is shut it down. They've got all the people in place. Shut that down. And then they're going to be like, what do you mean? Border shut down. You're here illegally. Why are, why are you trying to cross in here? Well, we were told by Joe Biden to come. Too bad. Bye-bye. You could shut it all down in one day. You've got the people in place to do it. All you'd have to do is put up some more concertina wire right there. And I understand. Well, then they try to penetrate. Okay, well, seal the border. That you spent all this billions on bringing them here. Seal the. But they're not going to do that because it's all part of the plan. Be so easy to do those. The point of this whole thing is it would be so easy to do. But no, they can't do that. They they've got to follow Satan's agenda, to the T.
4: And I'm watching the National Guard and everybody helped them up the river. Yeah. I yelled at the National Guard, "Hey, I'm watching your governor. You're supposed to be pushing them back to yeah. me. You know, and, you know they just they could hear me across the river. It's not yeah. the, that train that they're, they're serving
0: from. their country with pride. The National Guard and the Border Patrol, a yeoman's effort. Really, they need to get some type of award you know some type of blue ribbon or something a good pat on the head by satan you know that that you've you've done a good job you, you really have and you will be well rewarded in hellfire for this because if they don't repent of this wickedness i understand i'm not talking about oh well but if you're that far gone if your conscience is that seared with a hot iron where you're just gonna do whatever you're told to do just because like the Nazi guards in World War II, oh, we were just taking orders according to what they said in Nuremberg when they were gassing the Jews and the gypsies and and these other undesirables, or when they went into whole towns and mowed down whole towns that were the factions of the towns. Maybe they weren't even Jewish that were uh, the more intellectual and they were against the Nazi agenda and they found that out when they went into these towns and they would just mow the whole all these people down in front of them to make an example. They were just following orders. Well, they're doing the same thing at the border. It's no different. So, you know.
4: About closing, the train track was right to my right when I was yelling at them. That's the train track that doc is watching right now i followed that train track about an hour down into mexico and that's the train actually that you know that 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 we just saw uh, anthony rubin was on right uh very dangerous. the beast they call it. yeah yeah Phil, that, that
3: Phil. train
4: that train go ahead sir yeah
3: no i was just saying we were in a little bit of a delay here you and el salvador uh but it was filled right i mean that train is filled with illegal migrants coming across is that the same train it is it is
4: i mean it's just it's It looks like India sometimes, you know, I spent a year in India, you know, sometimes
3: the trains are just covered with people, Mm -hmm. and that's the way it is now. Can I ask you this? So we're talking about, right, we're talking to you on a day when the Biden administration is putting together a coalition of the willing, you know, sounds familiar, like the, you know, invasion of Iraq, 10 countries, Western nations sending over 30 warships, 30 ships to the Red Sea to make sure that trade... Uh, can flow uh, and, you know, po- looks like probably attacking Yemen and attacking Houthi rebels in Yemen. And so we're, we're concerned about international trade in the Red Sea, and the Suez Canal. But here we literally have, we have our own, uh, we have uh, our own train infrastructure, Union-Pacific, telling us that 45 percent of all the cars can't get through they're having to slow down agricultural products coming in food and beverages automotive consumer goods industrial commodities talking metals cement we're talking dry food products beer grain uh, held in midwest oh. states that are be being... so this is all being shut down we're sending 30 ships to the Middle East and yet right. international trade on our southern border is being halted I mean, do you not see the hypocrisy? I mean, I know you right. see the hypocrisy here, but I'm just absolutely furious about this. Actually, I and mean, it's w- just one more way they're
0: destroying the country. Your show all the time, by the way. I was just watching it when we were driving three
4: hours yesterday through El Salvador. There was actually good signal, believe it or not. Watch it. You're getting it dead on accurate, and that's what's bothersome, because I'm always downrange, also in Europe and the other parts of the world watching this. This is not hypocrisy. They are actually trying to destroy the United States. World Economic Forum is crystal clear what they're doing. So what they're doing, I mean, it sounds like hypocrisy from the outside, Mm -hmm. but when you're watching what they're actually doing, they're trying to crush our economy they're trying to build back better basically it's a replacement population and of course they always say oh that's a conspiracy it's not conspiracy at all they say it with their mouths they write it they publish it you know it's, it's crystal clear what they're doing they you know i was just on the armstrong williams show and uh you uh, i've been i've told him i don't know last week or so as well we were on it tonight with uh cash patel and sam Faddis talking about this stuff I, I told armstrong a week or two ago i said you know they're crystal clear what they plan to do. They plan to kill the white people yeah. and to use Thank black you. Americans and whatnot to kill they say this, right? Yeah. And then when we're out of the way, they will then kill the black people. It's exactly. crystal clear. Exactly. You know, I spent about yes. a year running around China as well, right? And and so I'm I'm very dialed into what the Chinese Communist Party is up to.
0: They're... Now that's also what the Obama's movie was all about. Don't I mean there was a part I believe with don't trust white people. They're always portrayed as slime. Uh, untrustworthy, deviant devils, and that—that that is one attribute of it. But the way that this is going, I don't see how they're gonna be able to rely on the blacks to go and kill all the white people, when they've already got so many of their demon-possessed hordes in the in regard to the whole mass migration of these devils they're bringing over that we've talked about today they've already got a whole swath of the population ready to do that so i don't know i i I, how it's going to play out i don't know but i mean i've never ever in all my years of ministry ever brought to you anything so dire so insane and next week, if, if there is a next week, it'll probably be more insane than this. It just gets worse every time I talk about this. And God is in control. And I, like I've said, pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon the earth and to stand before the son of man. You know, um, that's as Jesus instructed us to do. Because God can preserve you, and he always does preserve a remnant. But man, what is coming? I can't even, I can't comprehend it. I can only try to project what might be the scenarios.
4: Sanguinated with the World Economic Forum. They're that tight. Eventually, they'll fight each other, of course. Uh, you know, I've written three books, by the way, on Chinese Communist Party information war. Unfortunately, they're all in Japanese. They're not in English. Because I've been watching it over there. I go to their museums. They're never going to let me back. Museums are... Vital for picking up signals and noise when it comes to information war. Right. That's why I go to dozens of countries, just going to museums. It's crystal clear what they're planning to do. They say it. It's in their museums. They're coming for a great genocide. Right. So yeah, yeah.
3: to to outside. To it's outsiders. in
0: their Chinese museums that he's went over and spent. I mean, spent time there, and he's seen it right in their own museums. What their what their goal is with the Chinese who are behind a lot of this
3: look like well this is hypocrisy they're just doing this and uh, how how can you not see this but it's intentional is what you're saying it's an intentional oh, replacement
4: it's oh yes sir it's like radiation i mean they're hitting us i mean when you know what their game plan is they're they're quite easy to predict you know as soon as biden was installed i was there for the inauguration right and i flew immediately to el paso so i was in washington at the inauguration, I was like, you know what? They're going to open the border right now, and I published right around that time. They're going to start tearing down the wall, right? Because I mean, if if my paradigm is accurate, they would start par- tearing down the wall. And if your parent and they haven't physically torn down the wall, but they've torn it down essentially, right?
0: It wasn't much of a wall anyway. Trump never did what he said he was going to do—build that wall or whatever. I mean, it was had gigantic gaps in it, and so, yeah, some stuff got built. And I'm I'm not saying it wasn't way better, but under his rule or whatever under his when he was in office they could not get away under him what they are getting away with under biden you know you expect democrats and the and 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 these deviant devils to do what they're doing now you expect that okay you wouldn't have expected that and if they wanted any semblance of, again, potentially, possibly bringing Trump back with any kind of credibility, they had to have a certain semblance of, you know, um, okay, well, he's tr- making some facade of an effort to keep the illegals out in these types of things. Um, Biden, it's just been, you know, all the, all bets are off. It's It's just crazy
4: if your paradigm is accurate by the way you can skip all the details often about you don't need to know every tiny detail about like this is why i got so good at war because i would work on my paradigm and if your paradigm is let me tell you uh, ways to tell if your paradigm is is reasonably accurate if you're surprised by anything like the sex in the senate the other day uh, then your paradigm is you need to recalculate like the gps in your car. You're lost recalculate route It's the same with your paradigm if you feel the emotion of surprise Then you need to rework it and, and tweak it or just throw it out I was not surprised at all disgusted yes not surprised because they're doing uh demoralization subversion right and so this all they're gonna i've been saying for several years now they're going to start going after national cemeteries they're going to defund them you're going to see attacks on the gravestones and that sort of thing they haven't gotten that far yet but they will you look at well, they the tearing down, down statues, statues in yeah i was
3: gonna say they're just yeah. they're there by demonstration is tearing down statues now mm-hmm. in the uh, that's all uh,
4: yeah in the paradigm Right. It's, all, it's a, the paradigm is so highly predictive. And I mean, I, I just again, I learned how to use these paradigm paradigms by reading so much Feinstein and whatnot as a teenager and just reading so much physics and and learning how to, you know, to 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 try to form a, a, a view of the universe around me that's actually. Predictive, right? And it, it, what we will see, if my paradigm is correct, I've been—I said it on your show before. Panama Canal has obviously got massive problems. I'm about to go back to Panama. That's choking down our trade. That's vital. That's yep. important. And I've been publishing. They're, yep. Somehow they're going to close down the Suez yep. Red Sea. Yep. It's gonna, straits of Horm- That's the,
0: the main reports right now on Drudge. Uh, if we check that um u.s navy sinks three houthi boats defends red sea merchant ship that i mean that that whole situation there is just again potentially gonna you know shut down all the trade going through there and again all of this is gonna do is just gigantically jack up and jack up the prices as as though they're not bad enough um it's just gonna send it into outer space unfortunately
4: all these sorts of things you're going to see, like uh, Straits of Malacca and all these other choke points are in danger. The nitrogenous fertilizers, earlier this year I was down in the Netherlands and Groningen where the massive gas field is. That's the biggest gas field in Europe. I was warning in March when I was on Jordan Peterson. Jordan asked me to go over to Netherlands and look at things. So I flew over and I looked at it and I went on a show and I said, I think they're going to close Groningen. And now they have. That's really important. Groningen is where you get, it's the biggest gas field in Europe. And why would they close Groningen? Not just for energy, but because that's where they get the hydrogen that you combine with nitrogen to make ammonia, to make the exactly. nitrogenous fertilizers, right. which was a system that started in 1914 in BASF Germany at mm. Ludwigshafen. One,
0: one of the three companies that funded Hitler, BASF, IG Farben, and I believe Heucht. Um And they're basically, um, well, Bayer, actually, I'm sorry, it's Bayer, like of the Bayer Aspirin fame. I think Hoysh was in there as well. But yeah, BASF is one of them that um, funded Hitler and had a lot to do with his rise to power.
4: It's called the Haber-Bosch process. The Haber-Bosch process is absolutely vital for creating enough fertilizers to feed the world, right? And they have been bit by bit shutting down all this. I was in BASF last year with Masako Ganaha, the Japanese journalist. And this
0: is all to create, you know, famine um, by, you know, taking away the nitrogenous fertilizers, which has a lot to do with the, you know, the way they garbage grow plants with spraying NPK, nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, on a plant to get it to grow. Uh, yeah, you can get a plant to grow, but it's going to be very weak, and you're going to have to use a lot of pesticides and fungicides, and it's probably going to be GMO anyway. And then you could use your Monsanto Terminator seed to, you know, and your GMO Franken seeds to get it to grow. And yeah, it grows a plant, but unfortunately, it is one of the main ways that they feed the planet. And this is, again, a big reason why I've always tried to encourage people whenever they could to you know eat organic and to grow their own food and to you know to do that but that's what he's in reference to there
4: and i i, I asked the guy giving us the tour i said what happens if Nord Stream gets cut right this is before it was cut because in my paradigm Nord Stream would probably get cut. I didn't know, but it did, right? <laughs> right, right. And, and, and it feeds, and it fe- it's on her audio. I said, what happens if Nord Stream gets cut? And he said something like, in that German way, you know, BASF is dead. Well, it's not dead, but it has reduced the amount of nitrogenous fertilizer. All these additive pressures, yes. the, the, the the sea closures, the, the, the route, you know, the Houthis doing their thing. Right. If my paradigm is accurate, we will end up in a serious war with Iran uh, and this war will expand. Remember, wars predictably do two things. One is they grow. And they grow unpredictably. The thing that's predictable about wars is they grow and they're unpredictable. And they grow unpredictably. And this one is out of control. It's not in anybody's control anymore. And it's clear that the intent of the war, always watch for their intent. That's why I go to museums and whatnot so much. You can learn a lot from museums if you pick the right museums. The signal to noise, they're going for a genocide.
3: Right.
0: You've got to pay attention. Which is what they've said all along. I mean, Georgia Guidestones, which got blown up or whatever. Reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Okay. And so 500 million, you're looking at, you know, I don't know, roughly you know, 95% reduction in current world levels. Um, I've seen other, I've seen more ones that are more aggressive than that. So
3: I, I reported on that over and over, and that is one of their main goals. Michael is saying... Michael travels the world. He's one of the uh, he's one of the, he's one of the most prolific book readers that I know. You know, I, my wife and I read a heck of a lot of books, but Michael is traveling the world. He's at the border. He's watching these flows of migrants. He's studying this, and he, you're constantly sending me books to read, things that you've just read, um, and very it's so vital to make sure that you're constantly reading and learning this, and it's fascinating to see. And then, of course, you know, I'll get you out of here on this, Michael, which is then the German farmers are now revolting. You know the story of the morning uh, the german farmers are now revolting so again i think it's so important what you just said change your paradigm then you won't be shocked when you hear this stuff the senate sex scandal uh you know uh, think people millions of people pouring across the southern border now we're going to war presumably with iran Uh, that's all been laid out and we knew that this was coming Um, uh, michael what do you see with this tens of thousands of individuals at eagle pass uh, do you see them shutting it down? Are you see them anyway preventing any more to come across? Or is this going to continue to flow? We're going to continue to daily set new records at the southern border.
4: New records. That's why I'm downrange. And again, that's why I'm always working on my paradigm more than the details. I think I learned that from Richard Feinstein when I was a kid, you know, Richard Feinstein, I used to, everything I could read from him, I would read. And he would talk about how to develop a way of looking at the world that was predictive and you should not be surprised. Right. And, 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 uh, it's very clear. That's why, again, I'm go, about to head back to Panama. I'm watching the inputs. That's why, again, Pete, Doc Chambers, and everybody that's on the border in Texas now, they're at the catcher's mitt. I'm at the pitcher's mound. I'm telling you, the pitches are coming bigger and bigger and faster. Right. Uh, the, the route in Darien Gap is opening up wider. The right. routes through Nicaragua. So they're
0: not, they're not shutting anything down. They're, it's getting more aggressive. They're bringing more and you think oh don't they have enough of these invaders here no 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 more 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 satan says more and that's what they're doing and they're expanding it's it's almost like going from a two-lane highway and now they want to turn it into a super highway where they all these illegals can come in and invade the country and when they're going to pull the trigger on on all this inevitabil- in- inevitable inevitable outcome that we've talked about here today most likely it's inevitable i mean i'm, I'm not saying god couldn't intervene and 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 stop it um but when that is i don't know but man 2024 oh it it is it's not looking good
4: are, are, are bigger, more flights coming in, so there's a lot of different inputs, and I'm watching all these capillary flows form into arteries to the United States. Not to mention the northern border, and also the you know the the giant uh, Chinese embassy in Bahamas. A lot of them are coming from Bahamas, mm. landing on the beaches of Florida, oh. and then we have Swift Air flights coming in day and night, all like they come from Colombia, they come from Guatemala. I was just up in Guatemala talking with intel people up there and, and everybody else under the sun. They they fly straight from Guatemala. It's, it's interesting, these intel guys in Guatemala told me, they said, you know, these big caravans that come up, a lot of Americans look at that and they get distracted by the numbers, but in reality they do those caravans so they can smuggle large amounts of drugs and, and other things that they smuggle because you can't search that many people so you, you know they don't you can if they, if they come up one bus at a time which there might be you know 200 buses in a day but they can search every one of those buses because they've got the group separated off they can't write in a big way That's sort of, you got them outnumbered when you're searching. you know the army has them outnumbered or the police but when they come in like you know 5,000 you you know the, the the mob has the forces outnumbered keep in mind the Texas National Guard and the the the, the DPS department of public safety in texas and the the rest of the people down there they are facilitating the invasion right i mean i'm down there a lot there are a lot of patriots in those organizations but their leadership is completely captured right you know uh, you we haven't seen a single general or admiral stand up about the border not a single one no. and i know quite a no. few of them not a single one has stood up and and uh or on the death jabs, Not a single nope. one stood yeah. up. They just let it flow.
0: Yep. Right? Exactly. Okay, that's all we have time for on part two. I, I wanted to try to keep this to part two, but I'm going to have to go to a part three. So God bless you, and we will see you in part three.